Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Thursday, the 21st of July. On today's podcast, we're going to be looking at another bill that has come through in the US lower house. This time it's about same-sex and interracial marriage, but it has to do with Roe vs Wade. All of that to be discussed in the deep dive. First, Zara, what is making headlines this morning? Yesterday, the New South Wales government released a draft bill that would impose a jail sentence of up to seven years for people convicted of coercive control in an intimate partner relationship. So if you're not familiar, coercive control is a form of domestic violence that can be physical, it can be sexual, psychological or financial, and it involves patterns of behaviour that deny victim survivors their autonomy and their independence. Public consultation will last until the end of August, with a final bill expected to be tabled in Parliament by November. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has said that working from home will be a matter between employers and employees and will require, in his words, getting the balance right. This all comes after Paul Kelly, who is Australia's chief medical officer, urged employers to, quote, consider the feasibility of some employees working from home amid rising cases of COVID-19 from the BA4 and BA5 Omicron subvariants. It seems like we're talking about temperatures a lot, but the UK yesterday recorded its hottest ever temperature as conditions surged past 40 degrees Celsius for the first time in the country's history. Firefighters in London declared a major incident as they battled several significant fires across the capital as people were asked not to have any barbecues or bonfires to limit the chance of a dangerous fire breaking out. And today's good news, if you jump high, Eleanor Patterson will jump higher. She's won gold in the Women's High Jump World Championships this week after beating her previous personal best to take out the title. Patterson cleared the 2.02 metre mark, that is taller than me, to collect the gold medal, becoming the 10th Australian athlete to win a world track and field title, while also equaling the national and Oceania record in the process. Okay, Sam, today we are diving into a same-sex marriage and interracial marriage protection bill that was just passed in the US lower house this week. Before we go too much into the specifics of this proposed law, can you give us an idea of what this bill is actually promising? Yeah, so this bill has been called the Respect for Marriage Act, and it was brought forward by the Democrats in the US House of Representatives, so that's the lower house of Congress this week. The bill hopes to enshrine same-sex marriage into federal law, which would offer greater protections than what is currently offered in the state-by-state system. The idea here is that by enshrining same-sex marriage into federal law, two key changes can be made. First, it would be to change the federal definition of marriage. So currently, marriage is still defined as between a man and a woman. It's important to note that this definition was voided in 2015 when the Supreme Court ruled in favour of allowing same-sex marriage, but it still does remain on the books and would be removed if this bill gets passed federally. Now, the second reason would be instituting a uniform approach to both same-sex and interracial marriage recognition from a federal level. This would remove the current state-by-state laws that have formed inconsistent legal frameworks across the entire country. In the current system, US states aren't required to recognise same-sex marriages that had been authorised by other states. You literally can drive across a state boundary and your marriage is no longer valid. The proposed legislation would end this rule and it would ban states from denying out-of-state marriages on the basis of sexuality or race. Okay, so there you said proposed legislation and it's important to mention that though it has passed the House of Reps, it hasn't yet gone to the Senate. What are the next steps that have to be taken now for it to become law? 
Well, it now becomes the focus of the Senate, which is the upper house of Congress. If it does pass through the Senate, it then goes to the president, President Biden, who can sign it into law. Okay, and we know now what's actually enclosed in the bill, but can we talk about why it was voted on this week, kind of the timeliness around this decision? I think it's pretty fair to say the bill is a direct response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade by the US Supreme Court last month. Now, that was the case which overturns the constitutional right to an abortion in the US. And since then, many states have now made abortion illegal. Following the overturning of Roe v. Wade, one of the judges, Justice Clarence Thomas, argued that the court should also revisit three other previous decisions. Now, in those three was a specific reference to the ruling that allows for same-sex marriage. Jerry Nadler, the Democratic House member who introduced this bill this week, said that families were, quote, shaken to the core by Justice Thomas's comments and said that his bill would, in his words, provide much needed stability and certainty across the US. That's why he introduced the bill to the lower house on Monday. It was passed on Tuesday with the backing of all Democrats and 47 Republicans, which is just under a quarter of total Republicans in the House of Representatives. We've spoken a lot about the composition of the US Congress and especially about how bills that pass the lower house may struggle to get through the Senate. What do we know to be the case for this bill? It's still a bit of a guessing game to know if this bill will receive enough Republican backing in the Senate to send it into law via the president. To give you a quick refresher on how the Senate works, only a simple majority, so in this case 51 of 100 senators, is needed for a bill to be taken to the president. But it takes three of a majority, or 60 out of 100, to end debate on a piece of legislation and therefore allowing the senators to vote. Otherwise, what happens is any piece of legislation, and including this bill, can be doomed to the filibuster. And we've talked about that on the pod before, but just quickly, it's an American parliamentary tactic that can prevent a vote on any bill, meaning that it won't get any further than the Senate in its current forms. So assuming that all Democratic senators vote in favour of the bill, at least 10 Republican senators will need to also back the bill to avoid the filibuster. And just before we wrap up, Sam, did this bill or did any of the speeches made by congressmen or women actually allude to anything in Roe v. Wade or to abortion rights? Because you said that it was in response to what had happened in the Supreme Court. Not directly. And that really comes down to a couple of reasons. Jerry Nadler, the Democrat who I spoke about earlier, actually introduced the initial version of this bill back in 2009, when abortion rights were still very much a guarantee by the Supreme Court. Now, this could have been changed for his most recent draft, but I guess it really leads me to think about another reason, which is that the inclusion of any abortion-related legislation would have made the path for the bill to be passed through the Senate a lot harder because there's this institutional Republican opposition to anything Roe v. Wade-esque. As we discussed earlier, some level of bipartisan support is needed for any law to be passed through US Congress. A hypothetical bill which codifies abortion rights in a similar way to this one would likely involve extensive negotiations between Republicans and Democrats for it to have any chance of success in Congress, which means that it probably needs to be in its own little basket of legislation rather than just being thrown in with the same-sex and interracial marriage reforms proposed in this bill. As we've said in this podcast, this piece of legislation still needs to head to the Senate before it becomes law. So we'll keep you updated on what happens there. And of course, anything else that happens in response to Roe v. Wade being overturned in the US. 
That is all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you like what you hear, we would love you to rate us on Spotify or leave a review on Apple. Have a great day.